beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. I am so excited to have Cassidy LaCrim here. Now, for those of you who don't know Cassidy, she is the hype girl you never knew you needed. She is an electrifying multilingual recording artist, feature performer, and motivational speaker whose vibes are unavoidably infectious. A master of personal branding and out-of-the-box thinking, she turned a by-chance viral video and morphed herself into an A-list celebrity household name in the global Malay market. She has graced the stages of award shows, opera houses, royal palaces, has dominated the screen as the bombshell gangster in the TV hit series, and even just completed her master's degree in arts and business. Cassidy, my beautiful friend, welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. I'm Thank so Oh, I'm excited to be here. This is so, so exciting. I know, and I'm so excited to have you as a guest panelist at the Blow Up Your Brand VIP Day. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm like full of high energy now, just like in anticipation. Now, Cass, I have known you for years now, and your story is absolutely mind-blowing. So you have a gift. You are a very talented singer. So can you tell us your story? Let's just have, I'm just going to have you tell the story about what happened to you. I know we're not going to go into great detail here because we don't have a lot of time, but I want you to tell us about your journey because you had, it was like almost a fluke where something happened. You turned, you, you put a video on YouTube of you singing in Malay and then what happened? (laughs) yeah I guess the most important thing to tell people is that I did not speak the language at all at the time that this began I just lived in Singapore I was working at Universal Studios as Marilyn Monroe over there and had a lot of local friends in Singapore at the time who were Malay and they just thought it would be hilarious to hear me speak or sing in their language. So we thought we'd just make a video and I mimicked the language for the song. And then basically the minute we hit upload, it became a viral sensation. And um, it was a sort of series of by chance events after that that made me realize, oh, this could actually be something. Like I was nominated for a music award for that first cover. Like it was just insanity. But I sort of was listening to the, I guess you could say signs from the universe And I just found a way to leverage that. And then within a space of like seven or eight years, I was 
signed to a major record label in Malaysia. I was on TV. I was acting. I was doing everything. And it was not at all easy, but I definitely found a niche and managed to build a very recognizable brand. Yeah, and it's funny because obviously you were there, you moved over there and you were living there, but even now in Melbourne, like people recognize you from that whole world. (laughs) Even to this day, even to this day in Melbourne, you still have that happen, don't you? Yeah, it did. It happened over the weekend at the aquarium. It was very funny. Oh, it did? (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. So can you take us back to that moment where you uploaded that video? And for you, I'm assuming in your mindset at that time, you would have just been like, Oh yeah, have fun, you know, you know, shits and giggles or whatever. But then you must have started to see the views coming through. And what was going through your mind at that point? It's hard because I guess a lot of people leading up to that had always said to me, Oh, they would love you in Asia with your fair hair. And cause I'm extremely, for anyone who's never seen me, I'm extremely pale and blonde haired and everything. And so. I used to, when I was a child, get photos taken with me as we were just like walking through museums and things. And so there was sort of always that like from from a young age, an indication that there was a niche market to tap into. So then when the video uploaded and it became very popular, I guess it just further affirmed that. And then I was like, you know, months until I did the next video. And then it was just continuous signs, I guess, from the universe to do it and yeah it's that pattern recognition I guess there's like a, a constant whispering that's like there's something here and I, I began to follow it yeah it's a, the first video it gains some traction with lots of views and then you uploaded a second video months later and then again the same thing happened the first one afterwards was like quite soon after and it completely flopped interesting yeah but then I about six months after the first video, uploaded one just playing a ukulele at home that was not planned, that was very just off the cuff, and that's what people loved. And then that, again, it was it was crazy. It was on national news in a foreign country where I didn't speak the language. I didn't – I'd never lived there. I'd never really – I've never even travelled to that country. But, yeah, it was, like, on the news. I was getting radio stations calling me because no one had ever done it that was a foreigner before, had never sung and released things in their language. Interesting. And so as this was building, what were you thinking? Like, what were you right? Like, right. I need to ride this wave. I need to jump on this or not so much. I'm not a strategic person. I think we'll go into it a lot on the day at the blow up your brand VIP day, which I can't wait to talk about. But I think the most surprising thing is for people to know that I am not a strategic person. I did not have an upload plan. I did not have all of the methodical things in place that a lot of people do when they build something successful. So, yeah, that was definitely You're just a sort of slow process of following intuition as well. You're very similar to me. We're very similar in that way. It's like you get the signs, you get the nudges, you follow the intuition. And this is why I say, like, for me and building a business and building a brand and everything I have built, 80% of it has been energy. 20%, yes, strategy. And I'm sure you picked up a lot on strategy as you went on the journey. And now you can implement particular strategies now that you have your degree as well. But, yeah, like, that is, like, I don't know. I think when people kind of get overly analytical or overly in their mind or overly strategize something, it kind of takes away the magic and it cuts themselves off from that compass that is like in your gut saying like, just go this way, go this way. Yes. I couldn't agree more. 
Yeah. And so that's what you were doing then. Always have and always will. Yeah. I won't, I won't go into it too much. It's so much I want to let this unravel now, but I will save it for the day. But yes, I, it is all, like you said, 80 20. That is, that is the only way. I love it. So by following the 80 20 rule of following your gut, following the energy, following the signs of the universe, well, we're kind of fast forwarding because I know there's a lot that happened. And again, we're going to go in and we're going to go into detail with regards to all of that on the day. But you basically became like an A-list celebrity in Malaysia. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, it's definitely an alternate universe when I'm there. Yeah. Oh my God, I'd love to go to Malaysia with you, Cass. Could you even? You say that now. It's not so fun as you would think, that's for sure. Oh my God. Did that feel like a whirlwind for you or what was that like? I guess the strangest thing is that ever since I was born, I sort of just felt I had an innate knowing that I was destined to be in the spotlight, as silly as that sounds. But I always was saying to my family, yeah, but I'm going to be famous. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And they always just like, I was always like, no, but I am. And doing jobs that would make people, I guess, really stressed out and panicky, like when we were even just working at Universal Studios and things, there'd be like hundreds of people pulling at you for photos and all the other performers would get really panicked by that. And I'd be like, I'm in my element. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I guess when it all sort of hit and I was like flying over there, even though it's a country I've never been to, you'd get recognized by everyone and stopped by everyone. It felt like, well, this is my destiny. So it wasn't a whirlwind in that sense. And it did actually happen very slowly. The recognition of people recognizing me in public was one thing, but then actually it took many years to get the big accomplishments and the big opportunities that I got and a lot of heartbreak and a lot of pain sort of behind the scenes and a lot of perseverance that you don't share online. So I'm excited to share that a bit on the VIP day too. (laughs) Hey, you're so gorgeous. We're teasing everyone. Everyone's probably going, no, and I know a bit about what Cass went through. Oh my goodness. You've had quite the journey. And it's funny because I was interviewing Lindy, who I talk about all the time, who you know about. And it was like, you know, asking her these questions and having her reveal her life story to me. Like there was some crazy stuff that she went through that I didn't even know about. And so it's like, you know, having these conversations, you know, it's 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 really interesting not only to get an insight into your journey and what it actually really takes. Like this is the reason why these conversations are important because everyone will see the fame, Cassie, the glitz, the glam, the awards, the headlining, the shows, you know, you playing all, all of that stuff. But they will have no freaking idea about, you know, the days you spent crying and all like, you know, because it was very you said to me that it was very lonely And that, you know, when you're famous and, you know, it's hard to have like those close friends and what are people's motives and who's actually got your back and all your families overseas. And it was actually quite probably, well, from what you've said to me, and I don't put words in your mouth, but it was a struggle as well. Oh, yeah, it was. It was one of those situations where I like to say that you got everything you wished for, but it wasn't exactly what you hoped it would be. Yeah, so it's definitely been an incredible learning curve and there's been, I guess, coming along with building a brand and being in the public eye, there's a hell of a lot of highs, but there's just as many extreme lows. 
and yeah, now I'm really coming back to one and realizing how I want to build my brand moving forward. And I've learned so much. I think that people could maybe learn from my journey that teaches them where to put your focus when it comes to what you're actually trying to achieve and it being realistic about what's the trade-off for where the limits are because we've got to fight that hustle culture and the millions and millions and millions that we're taught to achieve and we all still have big goals for ourselves but I've definitely had some humbling experiences throughout the pandemic that have made me go cool what success look like for me now as opposed to what I was raised to believe it should look like that's such an important question for every single person to ask themselves because we're told what success needs to be. And especially for somebody like you, who's in the public eye, like you're meant to represent this version of what everybody thinks is success. And that's a lot of pressure to have on one soul, like one human. And so you kind of had to go and redefine, like after going through that whole journey, you've had to go within and be like, right, well, who actually is like Cassidy LaCrim? Like who who is this person and what do I define as success and unplug from everyone else's expectations? And was it like having to like create a new identity for yourself after coming out of now that you kind of moved out of that version of you or? Yeah, I think it's a daily process. It really has taken me. If anyone like goes and deep dives on my socials and my YouTube and everything, like I, I just stopped creating for two years because who I had to be for my career was no longer in alignment with who I was. And it was actually destroying me as a person. It was eating me alive and it was not anyone's fault. It was just, you know, the pandemic ripped me out of there with no expectation of it happening. It was sort of the prime of my career. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. Wow. Where do I even begin with QBA and serotonin and my time in the container? Let's start with knowing that I have the permission to create my wildest, deepest, biggest vision. I had my highest cash day. I completely changed the direction of my business. I landed in my purpose and my passion. I felt like being a part of it all has given me the permission to truly be me and make the deepest impact possible. Yeah, wow. Serotonin and QBA changed my life. It was so deeply healing to be in a space with like-minded people who are service-based, here to literally serve other souls and to be held in such a space where you can come as you are and you are seen in your unique gifts, your talents, your desires and to have your vision come to life around other beautiful people is something that I will be forever grateful for. And being led by Sarah in all of her vulnerability, her humor, her loving, unconditional, nurturing ways. Wow. Honestly, wow. If you want to know more, then please head over to my show notes, book a call with me, or you can message me in DMs. Now let's get back to the podcast. So... There's been a lot of change and a lot of learning, but I think all of us, that's what we don't get the chance to talk about a lot. And that's why these events are really fun because you get to have like that 
part where you talk about the different phases we go through in our businesses and the different cycles. And that's what I wasn't aware of. I thought, oh, well, once you reach success, you'll stay there and you just have to maintain. It's like, oh, no, life has completely ripped the rug out from under me. And every day I'm coming back is like, cool. It's like an opportunity to rebuild this new version of myself and share who I am with people now, as opposed to thinking I had to still live up to who that person was years ago. Wow. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, so Cass, you then you have finally reached all the the precipice of everything you want to achieve in terms of your success in Malaysia. And then COVID hit and you were torn, you had to be pulled out of that whole country and you, you had to come back home to Australia and in essence, yes. you felt like that whole thing was taken from you, like overnight. Was that what it felt like? It really was. I was on the precipice of, I was basically on the cusp of releasing a new song. I literally two days earlier finished filming my first like big feature acting role in a TV series. And like everything was just falling into place. I'd just done the YouTube awards. I'd just done all these big opportunities. And everything I'd worked so hard for because I'd had a couple of really hard years for after I left my labels. And I finally was like, I've persevered. I've gone through all that and I've made it back. And here I'm ready. I just signed a big brand deal. And then the world shut down and my family said, you need to get on a plane now. They're closing the borders. And so I flew out on the morning. The borders were closed. And it was two years of being locked in the country in Australia where no one speaks the language I work in and there's only so much content you can make. Like I was never a strategic content maker. I was a, I'm sharing my life with you here in Malaysia on the daily kind of person. So yeah, my whole world turned upside down. Wow. In your brand. Yeah. All of the income streams. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then I attracted you into my life and we oh, met. Look at us. And then we co-created. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So that's, that's a crazy thing to have happen to a human. Like, let's just put ourselves in Cassie's position. So you work years to get to this place where you're signed by record la- labels. And I know that was up and down for you and we'll get into detail around that, but. That was a whole journey in and of itself. But your son was was it Sony you were signed by, or who were you signed by? I was previously under Warner Music Malaysia. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, and so you had that whole journey, and then that kind of fell to pieces, and then you, but you still climbed, like you still kept going, you still kept persevering. You knew the need was there. You knew that you were so niche in what you did, and things picked up. You were recognized for all of your talent and what you were doing. And, you know, again, all of these opportunities and boom, here you are doing this on your own now, like on your own two feet. And then this opportunity just gets ripped out from under you because of COVID. And here you, you must have been like this crazy whirlwind of a journey. And then all of a sudden you're back in your parents' house in Kyneton going, wow, like the sounds of silence. Here we are. Yeah. (laughs) How did you cope mentally with all of that? I didn't cope so great. It definitely all, I guess, fell apart before it had to come together. It was a huge shock. And I think, you know, some of it was the greatest gift ever, like being like, oh, nature, oh, you know, my family, all these things. So it was was definitely entertaining. 
Yeah, I think it's only really starting to even out now. My vision for my career, everything's reshaping, everything's happening now. But it was for a long time very hard for me to, you've seen me go up and down throughout it with reshaping my business and how I reshape my brand and how I even find the motivation to create content and what parts of my story do I share and what don't I. So we have discussions all the time. (laughs) And I find that what you do really always reminds me where to come back to because I tend to get very, you know, being so ADHD, I'm so like, I always say my brain's like a ping pong ball, you know, like a ping pong machine or something. Is it ping pong? Yeah, ping pong. Yeah. It's pinball. It's pinball. (laughs) My head is like a pinball machine. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Cass. (laughs) I love you too. (laughs) But basically, there's always a million things going on in my head, as you know. And just like, yeah, it's definitely a blessing. You've got such a gift in reminding us how to breathe and come back to like, truly the energy of it and, yeah. and the core of it as opposed to, yeah, we get such we get so disconnected. Yeah, and we get disconnected because we're getting focused on the everything we should be doing. Yeah. We lose well, the myth. And this is a thing, like, now that, Cass, you're finding yourself, you're recreating yourself as a brand, like, now you're into women empowerment, now you're into speaking about women empowerment and to supporting women in business. And like, this is where you're taking everything where, you know, you're going to partner with people on big stages and it's, you know, it's all happening. And so it's really cool to see you recreate yourself in that way, but also, you know, for everyone to know, like, and for you to be so vulnerable and saying, it's not a fucking easy journey. Like you have to decide your way through it. That's what this is. Um, This is like a theme that's happening around. It's like you have to keep choosing it. And it's like a daily decision where you decide your way through it every single day. And that's what you're fucking doing. And that's what Lindy does. And that's why I'm like bringing you guys together. And it is going to be oh my god, I cannot wait. For those of you who are not in Melbourne, I'm sorry for the FOMO, but it is going to be such a powerful day where it's like we get to share our failures, we get to share our grief we get to share it all and know that it's normal and normalize it but know that we get to decide and choose it anyway do you know what I mean and this is what you're doing and I freaking love it and it's so inspiring yeah I think it's so important as someone who tends to like to consume content online myself and a lot of my motivational everything I'm like yeah that's all I need but getting into the room at things like this and being amongst the energy of people who are striving and doing the same thing and have the same mindset is just invaluable. I'm excited to be there. I can't wait. I know like what a vibe it's going to be. Yes. Yeah. It just, it just like gives you like fuel that puts you on a path with momentum and just, I don't know. It just, it's something shifts. Like I've been in rooms, like what the room will be like when we're like on our VIP day, I've been in those sorts of rooms and I know the shifts that happen and it's so powerful, but it comes from being able to share vulnerably and to open yourself up and to let people see you and to let people hear about your journey and know that you've done it anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it can be shit. It can be heavy. It can be hard. It can be depressing. It can be full of grief, but you get to choose it anyway. And that's kind of the theme of your journey. And that's what you've been on. And, and it's, you got to get up and dust yourself off and you get to choose it anyway. And it's really, really powerful. I agree. I completely agree. And I think the biggest thing when you're doing your own thing is the loneliness. And 
when you run your own business, when you are walking the not so common path, you need to surround yourself with people who can fuel you on to do that and make you realize, you know, I've chosen the hard way, but I'm not crazy. Like if you feel that there's a vision that you need to walk towards, that's the biggest lesson I can definitely impart today is like, I'm always like, why, why do I have to have these visions that I, you know, that are so hard to bring to fruition. But then when they come into fruition, you're like, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah. You manifested it and you get the pride. So yeah, it's good. It's good to be around other people who dare to dream big. Oh, it is good to be around other people who dare to dream big. To be honest, it's fucking necessary. Yes. <laughs> yes. Necessary. This is why you and I are such good friends. Because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people, let's be honest, who dare. It takes aligned bravery. It takes aligned bravery. And most people are okay with just monotonous comfort. And we're here to break the mold. And so people, if you're ready to jump on this bandwagon with other people who are ready to break the mold, this is your opportunity. And Cass, you are the epitome of that. So thank you for sharing. You're so amazing. Uh, thank you. No, thank you. I'm so excited about this. It's, I'm just can't wait to be a part of it. I'm excited. And I'm yes. so proud of you bringing everyone together. This is going to be so fun. I know. It's going to be so good. Awesome. Well, Cass, where can people find you? I will link your Instagram below. Um, but where else, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they find you? I am pretty much everywhere that you need to look or can look at Cassidy La Creme. I've kept it pretty simple across all platforms. It's the easiest way to find me there, and I'm always updating what I'm doing. Yay. So for those of you who want to follow Cass, the link will be below and you can follow her on Instagram. You can see her at our VIP day. You can cuddle her in person. And Cass, you're such a gem. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being on. Thank you. I love you. I'm so proud of you and I can't wait to be part of this. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today, beautiful soul. I hope you got so much gold and were activated in such a way that you could step into your highest timeline of abundance and freedom because it is more than possible for you. If that desire has been planted in your soul, it is so deliberate. If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast so that we can get this message into the hearts and ears of more amazing light beings across the world. I would love to continue this conversation with you. So feel free to get in touch on Instagram at sarah.tynan.quantumcoach. If you're a Facebook person, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sarah Tynan International. And please don't ever forget, if your desire is there, it's because your destiny is there too. You just have to remember who the you are. Bye for now, beautiful.